Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in, these deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Welcome back to the NBA Daily Beat Podcast. Had to miss yesterday's episode for personal reasons, but we are back today and couldn't have more to talk about, not just in the NBA, but in America as a whole. But let's get right into it, starting with our starting five. Number one, the NBA doesn't postpone any games following the breach of the state capitol building by Trump followers. Bucks and Pistons took a knee on the first possession of each team. The Heat and the Celtics left the court together before the game started and issued a joint statement on the differential treatment of protesters from this past spring and summer to how the government responded yesterday. There's some pretty big moves from the NBA and the players themselves just standing out against this and continuing their fight for social injustice and everything else that they stand for. Uh, the Warriors and the Clippers also kneeled during the national anthem in the nightcap games. Number two, Markel Fultz suffered a torn left ACL and is done for the season. It happened only five minutes into the game when Fultz was driving to the bucket and was cut off by Cavs rookie Isaac Okoro, and Fultz left knee buckled without contact. Number three, Pistons rookie Killian Hayes is out indefinitely after suffering a torn labrum in his right hip. He injured his hip in Monday's loss to the Bucks after, after falling while defending Drew Holiday. Number four, Cavs' Darius Garland is out a week with a shoulder sprain. He didn't play in Monday's game against the Magic and had an MRI on Tuesday to confirm the injury. And rounding out the starting five, number five, Michael Porter Jr. is expected to return to the Nuggets on Thursday night when they face off against the Mavs. He's been in quarantine working through the league's health and safety protocols since last Thursday. Now we're going to get into the scores from last night. First off, we have the Rockets versus the Pacers, where the Pacers got the win 114-107. to Houston was without the services of Christian Wood, who sat out with a knee injury. The Rockets shot 8 for 30 on threes and had 16 turnovers. The Rockets are 1-2 when Harden and Wall are in the starting lineup and have an 0-3 record on the road. They now have lost two straight. The Pacers bench proved solid in this one. Justin Holiday hit his 133rd three-pointer in the first quarter that broke a tie with Sam Perkins for 7th in the franchise's NBA history. Miles Turner matched his career best in blocks with 8, the second time doing so this season. 
Damanis Sabonis also notched his eighth double-double this season. Doug McDermott exited in the second half with a sprained left ankle and didn't return. Stars for the Rockets in this while John Wall led the team in scoring with 28 points, DeMarcus Cousins 14 rebounds, and James Harden 12 assists. For the Pacers, Malcolm Brogdon 35 points and 7 assists, DeMontis Sabonis 12 rebounds. Next up, we had the Cavaliers versus the Magic, where the Magic got the win 115-94 without the services of Markel Fultz, who tore his left ACL early in that one. It was a poor three-point outing all around. The Magic missed first six three-pointers, but hit 10-17 of 17 in the second half, while Cleveland finished the game 4-26 of 26 from deep. Stars for the Cavs, Colin Sexton led with 21 points, Andre Drummond 15 rebounds, and Seti Osman 7 assists. For the Magic, Terrence Ross 20 points, Kim Birch 10 rebounds, and Nikola Vucevic 6 assists. Next up, we had the Wizards versus the 76ers, where the 76ers got the W 141-136. to The Sixers moved to the NBA Best 7-1 record. Philly hasn't lost at home since December 20th of 2019, and Tobias Harris scored his 10,000th career point. Bradley Beal had a record-tying scoring night with 60 points, and he tied Gilbert Arenas for the franchise's scoring in a single-game mark. Stars for the Wizards, Bradley Beal led in points, obviously, with his 60-point outing. Russell Westbrook, 8 rebounds, 12 assists. For the 76ers, Joel Embiid, 38 points and 8 rebounds. Ben Simmons had 12 assists. Next up, we had the Hornets versus the Hawks, where the Hornets got the W, 102-94. Gordon Hayward scored a career-high 44 points. He, at one point, outscored the Hawks in the first quarter by himself, 12-11. The team recovered after trailing for the first time this season, so a big mark for this young team. On the opposite side, Trey Young struggled to score, and therefore so did the rest of the team. Bogdanovich returned to action off the bench, and Rondo missed his fourth straight game. Stars for the Hornets, Hayward led the way, 44 points. P.J. Washington, 10 rebounds, and Devontae Graham, 7 assists. For the Hawks, John Collins, 23 points, Clint Capella, 19 rebounds, and Kevin Herter, 6 assists. Next, we had the Celtics versus the Heat, where the Celtics got the win in a close one, 107-105. Rookie Peyton Pritchard had a putback shot with two-tenths of a second left to secure the win, and that came off a Marcus Smart missed layup. The Heat streak of different starting lineups in each game thus far this season has ended. They went with the same lineup for Monday night, and they play the next four games on the road. Stars for the Celtics, Jason Tatum led with 27 points, Jalen Brown 12 rebounds, and Marcus Smart 6 assists. For the Heat, Jimmy Butler 26 points and 8 rebounds, and Bam Adebayo 10 assists. Next, we had the Jazz versus the Knicks, where the Knicks got the W 122-100, to continuing on their hot streak. Austin Rivers scored 14 straight down the stretch to get the win, and it's New York's third win in a row. And the Jazz, on the other hand, continue their seven-game road trip Friday at Milwaukee. Stars for the Jazz include Clarkson, who scored 19 points, Gobert 12 rebounds, and Mike Conley 6 assists. For the Knicks, Julius Randle 30 points and 16 rebounds, while Alfred Payton led with 8 assists. Next, we had the Pistons versus the Bucks, where the Bucks got the win 130 to 115, and things got heated in the closing minutes of this one, with Giannis getting tangled with the Pistons rookie Isaiah Stewart. After the game, Giannis went over to Detroit's bench and had an exchange of words before having to be separated from Isaiah Stewart. The Bucks shot 19 of 43 from deep and was only one away from hitting 23 pointers in four of the games this season. Before this season, the Bucks had made at least 23 pointers in a game only four times in franchise history, 
This season, they've done it at least three times. Stars for the Pistons, Jerry and Grant led with 31 points and 10 rebounds, and Blake Griffin, 5 assists. For the Bucks, Giannis had 25 points, Bobby Portis, 11 rebounds, and Middleton, 7 assists. Next, we had the Thunder versus the Pelicans, where the Thunder got the win and a nail-biter, 111-110. George Hill hit the go-ahead free throw with 12 seconds left to give OKC the win. The Thunder made 19 three-pointers in 46 attempts, shooting 41% from deep. The Pelicans outscored the Thunder in the paint, 58-36, and out-rebounded the team by a margin of 52-38. For the Thunder, Shai Gilgis-Alexander led with 21 points and 9 assists, and Darius Baisley 12 rebounds. For the Pelicans, Zion scored 29 points, Brandon Ingram 11 rebounds, and Steven Adams 10 assists. Next, we had the Raptors versus the Suns, where the Suns got the W 123 to 115. The Suns made 21 three pointers. That's the fourth time in franchise history that this team made at least 23 pointers in the game, and the Suns are now tied for the top seed in the West with a 6 2 record. Stars for the Raptors, Pascal Siakam led with 32 points and 9 rebounds, while Fred Van Vliet led the team in assists with 7. For the Suns, Devin Booker had 24 points, DeAndre Ayton, 16 rebounds and Cameron Payne, 10 assists. Up next, the Kings versus the Bulls. The Kings got the W 128-124, to but he healed sealed the game by hitting a clutch and one three-point shot. De'Aaron Fox went down with an injury in the first half, and rookie Tyrese Halliburton opened the second half in his place. Stars for the Kings included Rashawn Holmes with 24 points, Marvin Bagley III with 12 rebounds, and the rookie Halliburton with 6 assists. For the Bulls, Kobe White had 36 points and 7 assists, while Wendell Carter Jr. pulled down 17 boards. And to close things out, we had the Clippers versus the Warriors, where the Clippers got the win 108-101. to Both teams shot poorly from deep. The Clippers were 11 for 34, and the Warriors 8 for 30. And both teams were in double-digit turnovers. For the Clippers, Paul George led with 21 points, Serge Ibaka 14 rebounds, and Kawhi Leonard 4 assists. For the Warriors, Eric Pascal, 19 points, while Draymond Green had 6 rebounds and 6 assists. Now moving on to the three-game barrage segment. The first game I want to point out for tomorrow is the 76ers against the Nets. The 76ers enter as the number one team in the East, and the league for that matter, at a 7-1 record, but square off with a tough Eastern Conference opponent. The Nets enter off a convincing win against the Jazz, but will be without the services of Kevin Durant because of COVID protocols. Seasoned leaders for the 76ers, Embiid leads in points and rebounds with 23 and 12 per game, respectively, and Ben Simmons has 7 assists per game. For the Nets, Durant leads the team with 28 points per game, Jared Allen 12 rebounds per game, and Kyrie Irving 6 assists per game. The injury report for this matchup, Kirkon Korkmaz is out, and Mike Scott is out as well for the 76ers. For the Nets, Durant, Claxton, and Dinwiddie are all out. Radonis, Karukas, and Reggie Perry are day-to-day. Next matchup I have to watch tomorrow is the Mavericks against the Nuggets. This is the first meeting between these two Western Conference foes, and it'll be a good exhibition of young teams with promising rosters in the West. Season's leaders for the Mavs, it's Luka Doncic all the way, 26 points per game, 9 rebounds per game, and 7 assists per game. For the Nuggets, the same can be said of Nikola Jokic, leading the team in all three categories, 24 points per game, 12 rebounds per game, and 12 assists per game. Injury report, the Mavs will be without Porzingis, who is 
out with a knee injury, and the Nuggets' Greg Whittington is day-to-day dealing with that left knee injury. In the final matchup for tomorrow, Cavaliers against the Grizzlies. The Cavs enter with a 4-4 and record and a lot of spark for a team most people counted out. The Grizzlies have a disappointing 2-5 and record, but have dealt with a lot of injuries so far in this young season. Season's leaders for both teams for the Cavs, Colin Sexton leads with 26 points per game, Andre Drummond 14 rebounds per game, and Darius Garland 6 assists per game. For the Grizzlies, Dylan Brooks 17 points per game, Jonas Valanciunas 12 rebounds per game, and Trey Jones 5 assists per game. Now for the and one segment. Tonight I really want to talk about athletes using their platform to try to enact change, which is what we've really seen transpire over the ending of last season of the NBA and then so far into this season, especially with everything that happened yesterday. The NBA and the players themselves are really trying to make a stand. You know, we've seen this happening more and more that athletes are using their platforms to enact change to try to get people to realize the bigger issues that affect our society and this hasn't always been met with welcoming feelings from the fans from the media or the government for that matter but honestly at the end of the day that shouldn't matter some athletes have millions of followers on social media and even more people that tune into games see them play buy tickets watch them live or simply buy their jerseys or apparel with their name on it to support them However, with some fans, they draw a line between sports and reality. And for some reason, people believe that athletes can't exist past the field or court in which they play on. And well, sorry to bring you breaking news this late in the episode, but athletes are real people too. They go home when they can, they have a family, they buy groceries, pay taxes, everything you and I do. And most importantly, they have an opinion on these issues that affect them sometimes more than it affects the fans. If you don't believe that issues affects these athletes, then look at the list of people that have been tossed from NBA venues this past season because they called players inappropriate names during the game, or even look up a video of a security guard pushing and even punching Raptors president of basketball operations, Masai Yuri, after they won the finals. Or look on social media to see where LeBron James, Chris Paul, Damian Lillard, Giannis, I can go on and on. They post about something political often. And I would care to bet that there are almost as many positive comments as there are the shut up and dribble like comments. And this has really got to change. Obviously, by recent events in America, real change hasn't happened yet, and it's going to take a collective effort to get there. So why can't athletes use their platforms to enact change and get their fans to open up and see the real issues that affect our society? I know where I stand on this, but I want to hear what you guys think. Is there a line in your mind that athletes shouldn't cross when speaking their mind and their opinions? How would you like to see these athletes use their platform and following to make change? Comment below on this episode's post and let me know. I'm really curious about this topic and would love to chat with some of you about it. My take on it, I'm not going to reiterate what I just got through saying, but in a nutshell, these athletes need to use their voices to enact change. We saw a little bit of it before the bubble and throughout that these athletes have opinions, values, morals, and want to make sure that they're being expressed and recognized not only by the league, but by everyone watching at home. They have a right to speak their mind, and most of the time they have a connection to the issues they're speaking on. I'm not asking every athlete to post on an issue just to get followers to go do what they say, but I'm saying that they have more power than to just shut up and dribble like so many people want them to. If you really take a step back and watch how sports are portrayed, players act, how the sport is talked about and described, 
it won't be long before you realize how close sports are ingrained in our society today. So that'll do it for this episode. We got a little deep at the end, but these are big issues that are, are speak louder than basketball. But the NBA is normally at the forefront of these things. But keep it right here as we'll see how this unfolds and see how the rest of the season goes. I will be bringing you daily coverage on the NBA Daily Beat Podcast. here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.